good day good morning god bless you wherever you are listening to us from around the world this morning i want to welcome you specially to today's edition of marriage diet this is festus flourish and of course today is the seventh day of the month of february 2021 you're most welcome seven is the number of rest is the number of perfection and we truly believe we will find rest today in all our endeavors in the name of jesus christ amen of course it's a sunday and um, those of you who are regular listeners you know every sunday we talk about sex in marriage and uh, we had one yesterday so you might have to you know get that yesterday's audio listen to it so that you, you can just flow into what we're going to be talking about today we've been on the series for um this should be the third weekend now if i'm not mistaken third or the fourth weekend we've been talking about facts about sex in marriage we're trying to unravel different facts um informations that can help you know um boost our sexual the orientation or i mean whatever it is that we want to do with our sexuality okay we're just trying to get these facts out so that we can appreciate them and work with them okay god bless you right today we're going to be looking at another subtopic and that is sex is phone time that's another fact sex is phone time wow okay i'm sure a lot of you will be wondering i mean phone yes it's phone how much of fun okay now let's let's lay the cards on the ground for a lot of couples let truth be told they are no longer seeing sex as fun time sex now means stress time sex means duty time sex means i mean painful time if you want to call it because for some Okay, this thing is painful. All right, let me just enjoy it. What will I do? For different reasons, people have come to embrace marital sexuality. And at the beginning, it was not so. If you recall, when you got married, it used to be, you know, Romeo and Juliet, up and down, jumping on each other's body. But now, sex means different things to different people. Under different conditions and different situations, sex means different things. But we must not take away the fact, and of course, our mind away from the fact that uh, sex is fun time. And that's actually the way it's supposed to be. It's not a, a time to endure pain. It's supposed to be a time of fun. But for whatever reason it is, this has been taken away from a lot of couples. It is no longer fun time. It's not something else. And of course, there are so many reasons for that. Maybe because of crisis, maybe because of um, uh, maybe just bad orientation or lack of knowledge. Okay, and for whatever reason it is, <laughs> you know, you just have couples struggling along that line. And this is the way it should be now. Sex, you know, don't um, raise the bar. We're just okay the way it is. If you raise it too much, it becomes sinful. Friends, it is the rules you set around yourself that determines the boundaries of your sexuality. Yes, we frown at perversiveness. But however, sex is something that, you, you know, both of you should enjoy. It should be 
um, like something to explore. Let me put it that way. Something to explore. We have just only one life to live. Okay, there was a time when this same sex used to be seen. Fornication, not yet married. Now you've gotten married, it's no longer seen. And one would have expected that, look, you will explore this. Let's really explore this. There is so much of this religiosity around it or uh, rigidity, if I may use that word, around it so that we have negated the fun time aspect of sex. A call to sex is supposed to be a call to fun time. But because we do not understand the dynamics of sexuality, we are not always able to create this fun dimension. Now, I've always said it, those of you who have been following our teachings, and of course, even in general practice, sex to the woman is something she prepares for, for instance. You just don't get her and say, oh yeah, sex. She might agree, she might give it to you, but she could just give it to you out of duty. But for her, she is very, very detailed about you know, laying this layer, let me put it that way, upon another, putting another block upon another, and before you know what's going on, she achieves her aim. Sex is a collection of other things put together. If she's depressed, for instance, she's concerned about what to eat, she's concerned about the bills to pay, that sex for her can be fun time. Because as far as she's concerned, her mind is in something else. So if you ask your wife, oh yeah, sex, twice like you just want to punish me. If she yields to it and she agrees to it, she's just going to do it out of duty. Because there are so many things going on in her mind. So as a man, you should understand that if this thing has to be fun time, you must help her deal with these issues, these worries, her fears. Are you sure we'll be able to pay these students' school fees? Are you sure we'll be able to pay our bills? You must be able to help her to deal with these fears. I mean, start encouraging her. You know, with God, nothing shall be impossible. Have you forgotten God did this before? He can do it again. You know, we, we shouldn't cry over this at the expense of other aspects that matter in our life, e.g. our sexuality. You know, this is where we have fun. And uh, you, you know you are always the best when it comes to this. You know, there's a way you bring her up into the mood. Not like you just see her long mood, you're like, oh, I'm suspecting you. Maybe you are the wish they sent to me. Now that my body is hot and I want to do something now, you are carrying this mood. No, no, it's not like that. You must understand that sex means something differently to her. And for her, she has to be wooed into it. She has to be, you know, um, enticed into it literally and when she really gets on board and the, the the joy of having that intimacy with the husband is really there she can really really take it to the fun level otherwise how do you make sex fun if there are worries in the heart those two can meet together so for the woman please take note there must be that joy in your heart all the time and for the man, if you are to have that sex at a fun time, you must help her to deal with the fears in her heart and encourage her. Now, let's take it the other way around. For the man, sex is just, you know, just a call. Half call. Let me even say half call. He's ready. In most cases, he's ready. I said, okay, maybe the body is tired or he's busy. And, but in most cases, the man is always ready. A little bit of touch on him, the joystick is already paying attention. 
But beyond all of this aspect of what will generate sex, what will lead to sex between couples or what will not, we must understand that ultimately when that act is carried out, there should be a deliberate and intentional, you know, effort on the part of both persons to make fun out of it. Not dutiful, not uh, mechanical, let's just do it and get away. No, 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 no. There must be a deliberate attempt to make fun out of it. And beginning with what we call uh, verbal expression, being able to express yourself, being able to use words to enhance the act of sexuality and make fun out of it. Oh, sweetheart, you are sweet. Wow. You, do you know you are sweeter than honey? Do you know eating you is just like as if I'm eating chocolate cake, cake rather. So sweet. You know, there's a way you will use your words. All right, you are adding that <laughs> a different spicy dimension to it. You say, really? You use your words now. Instead of you to just, yeah, come and lie down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some persons will do. Mommy Junior, have you checked your time? Uh, the woman will say, ah, Daddy Junior, hmm, I've checked my time. It's just that the body is, uh, I'm very tired. No, check your time, oh. Okay, I'm coming. Okay, she comes around. I say, ah, come, come, come on, lie down. just lie down here, you know, lie down. <laughs> Don't do this. You can't you can get fun out of it that way. If we say it's a fun time, it's like a game. Build the excitement towards it. Even the way you even ask for it. Not, oh, mommy, you know, come and lie down here. You can be very, very romantic about asking for it. Ah, do you know since for the past three days I've not eaten? And your wife was like, ah, you have not eaten. What happened? Ah, all those food I've been eating. You know, those food, they would just, you eat it, they would just digest with how many minutes, how many seconds? You know, like Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, there is, a, there is the kind of water I will give to you, you will not test. You see, you have converted it into a sermon, into preaching. There's the kind of water I will give to you, you will not test again. Eh? You know, there is the kind of food that makes a man not to be hungry again. You know, the angel told the Elijah, eat this food so that you can go about this journey. It's a far journey. You know, there is that kind of food, you know, and you are the only one that can supply that food. You are making it fun time. Really? Hmm. This is my husband. You spoiled. Yes, now. Don't you know I spoil because of you? Really? You are making it fun time. You are spicing things up. You are becoming very playful about it. Wow. Oh, la la. The last time I entered into your Jerusalem. Wow. It was like, hey. You know, there's a way, and I really uh, say that again. Don't worry, when I handle you this night, oh, me, I will tell you that I'm ready for you. You see, you're already preparing the ground, you're making fun out of it, you're saying things, um, and then the act starts. When the act starts, it's not just like, oh, yeah, let's quickly, as if you are doing press up to just get up. You know, you talk, lead yourself into it, don't put off light. <laughs> Some of you just put, let the light be on. Or at best, you can use a dim light. Look at your face. Look at your eyes. 
as you are entering as a husband you are entering into the jerusalem gate look at the expression on the face of your wife you know a little bit of misfeeling with a little bit of pain because you know it's um, a place is just gradually opening up and that you call it pleasure pain you know that kind of reaction look at her say and comment what you see of her face wow I see this pleasure in your face. Leave me alone, leave me alone. You know that kind of thing. No, I can't leave you alone now. You're so beautiful. Wow, you're so sweet. You're making it foreign. You see, it is how you lay your bed, you lie on it. We often criticize these Jezebel girls. Hey, this girl is Jezebel. These external girls. Hey, are they not women? No, our wives. Let's look at it now. Is she not a woman like you? What does she have you don't have? Most times the difference is they often make fun out of their own. But the one you have in your home is so mechanical. Before they will even get into the ad, they will talk about it, they will play about it. That's why for the man, the man just keeps going there. So you have got to look for a way to also accept that phone dimension. Talk about it. Express yourself. And, you know, of course, why the act is going on, the light, you are seeing what you are doing. Like I always tell people, if you need to carry police torchlight, carry police torchlight, look at the Jerusalem gate, see what is inside, see what the food you are eating, the market you are buying, see, like my able brother will call it market, the market you are buying, see the market you are buying, it's phone. Just pull out a little bit, check in, look at it, say, wow, this is sweet. And then for you as a wife, you know, pick up his joystick and say, ah, is this the rod of Aaron that is really dealing with me like this? Ah, I salute you. Hmm. You know, it's fun. You're talking about it. You're very expressive. You call it sexual freedom. You are talking. I mean, and at the end of the day, instead of just sticking with that monotonous missionary style, um, the man is just on top of the wife. When he's done, he jacks up. He gets, no. Begin to change positions. Change style. Take the reverse missionary style. Let the wife come on top. Must he always be man on top all the time? Eh? That was what, you know, those days now, African women don't have rights to their sexuality. Who cares? A woman enjoys sex. That's even the reason why they chopped off her clitoris. So that she will not have, you know, extended sexual pleasure. Because they believe with the clitoris, the woman will be much more sexually pleasured. Just imagine the wickedness they did against the woman. So the man is always for the man. Is the man that comes on top. Is the man that jacks up. Once he's done, he gets it ends. Do you know? It was so shocking. Um, that was actually about three years ago. A woman that had been married for 13 years. As of that three years ago, uh, I was counseling her, trusting God for the fruit of the womb, and I was trying to lecture her, make her understand the value of uh, the woman climaxing first before the husband. And I asked her, do you normally climax? I said, Pastor, what is the meaning of climax? I said, I mean, you ejaculate like the man, you reach orgasm. He said, ah, Apostle, I don't know that at all. I've never done that before. Really? For 13 years? Wow. It's either the man didn't know, and which of course it turned out to be, he didn't know what to do differently. And so she didn't even know what was there in the offering. For 13 years, nothing. So you have that kind of situation where it's the man that calls the shot. It's the one that comes in. Once he's done, he gets up. That's it. 
Why would the woman enjoy it? Do you know that most women that have never climbed, they don't know what's called climbers. They only climbers when they finger themselves. They don't have penetrative climbers. Is it that because their husbands are not patient enough with them? Or the man doesn't even know what to do? Or he's selfish about it? He just comes and has it? Or the woman doesn't even know what to do? She just lies down there as a log of wood? There's something wrong somewhere. Please, as Christians, it's not diabolic. It's not a sin that you seek sex as fun time. It should be fun time. You should be innovative in your sexual performance and your sexual activities. You should raise the bar. You should talk about it. Okay, this style that we had, is this the only style that we have? Are there other things that we can do? My husband, you enjoyed the, my body the last time you entered into Jerusalem to see Baba God, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, just come up with all kind of illustrations just to buttress what we are doing. Wow, I enjoyed I don't mind going again. Oh, you don't mind? Okay, no problem. If you want to going again you know you know what to do i want to do ah, you need to pamper me now eh? you need to beat me and that can be a, a, a way of creating extra fun instead of you to just enter the bathroom let your husband give you a hot shower let him bath you that can be fun time you know the art can even begin from the bathroom let him bath you when next you want to shave your pubic hair let your husband do it for you that can really really be very romantic that can be very romantic. And then, of course, by the time you try to come up with different sexual positions that you can use, come up with the ones that you are not used to, the ones that are regular. In fact, let me say this. Let me say this. Please, couples, take note of this. After you have listened to this podcast teaching, I want you and your husband or your wife take up a biro and a paper and write out all the sexual positions that you have ever carried out with yourselves. Write them out. Doggy style, that's the rear entry, missionary style, reverse missionary, spoon, spooning. Just write out all the styles that you have used for each other. For some persons, it might not be more than two. Missionary and the man coming from the back. For some persons, it could even be more than 10. You see, it depends on how expressive they are. But what you do with that list is, when you are done writing it, I mean it will be obvious. Both of you will know. Since we got married, we have used these six sexual positions. All right? Can we have a target between now and the end of the year, between now and the end of the month, can we add another sexual position into this to make it the seventh one really okay so what could that sexual position be then both of you will talk about it okay i think there is this thing that we have not tried that can we try it uh, maybe chair sex for instance chair uh, positioning sex where you that the man the man sits down on the chair and the woman strides on top of him that could just be okay can we try this okay what kind of chair do we have in the house we can use you see plan you are planning for it as you're planning for it you are making fun out of it <laughs> see that i will handle you don't try me me okay now you will see now and then eventually you, you agree that okay the next act is going to be with chair and so you deliberately get the chair into the room 
Get all things, all things being equal, get all things right for it. Give it a try. Whether you succeed or not, that's not the issue. Job, just give it a try. At least you know that you have attempted something. And if it's cool, okay, why not? Sustain it. They say nobody changes a winning formula. If it worked well for you and you love it, why not? Try it out again. Then the positions you already have, you can say, okay, um, we'll call it variations. What variations can we have to the missionary position? Can we use the pillow? The pillow under the waist of the woman is a variation, for instance. The uh, crossfire, where you raise up the leg of the woman and cross it, you know, what that actually does is is going to create extra friction on the vaginal orifice. And that makes it more pleasurable for the man. And of course, if the man knows how to, you know, grind it well, that can also be extra pleasurable for her G-spot. All right, call it the crossfire. We used to teach, we teach all these things at the couple's theater. You know what, next Friday, we are opening up the couple's theater again. You need to come in. Uh, Because these are the things we need to learn. They are not sinful. They are within the ambience of marriage okay it's look at the sons of solomon it was a book about sex very coded they're not sinful what is wrong for instance if you cross your wife's leg just so that you can have a firmer grip of the vaginal orifice is that a sin no it's just because we didn't know it and then some person just say no don't even go there don't even see we're the one disturbing ourselves so friends let's turn our sexual time as fun time and be very innovative about it. Be very creative about it. Before you know it, even if your husband travels for a month, let him go. Let any woman come around him like, oh, what, what do you have that my wife can offer me? I would rather wait. I will not eat crumbs. I would rather wait to eat the real meal. And truly, when he comes around, you see the way you express yourself. Don't be timid when it comes to sexuality. Be expressive. But most importantly, let it be fun time. And the fun time you create might be different from someone else's fun time. So both of you have to decide what fun, what extra thing you can do that can make your sex fun time. But please be mindful. Let it be under the ambience of what is right and not what will promote perversiveness. That way you know you're doing the right thing and you're just celebrating each other's sexuality. Wow, wow, wow. God bless you. Let's hold it here because of time. I hope you were blessed. If you were, please, let's share this audio with our friends. And uh, you can connect with us in case you're having access to this for the first time. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-81071-261-48. And of course, we will get back to you. God bless you. Okay, tomorrow we're going to continue from where we stopped over the Friday, over the Friday about uh, this farmer called husband. Remember, it's a long series and that should be the 27th episode. Look out for it and uh, please follow it with keen interest and let us learn what we need to learn. God bless you. Until I come your way again tomorrow, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great week ahead. Bye.